0: Hey friend, and welcome back to the podcast. You are in for such a treat today. This episode is actually a replay of the finale for my Devoted and Dry January Challenge in our Beyond the Booze Facebook group. If you're not a member, go join us over there and join the party. But yeah, this episode was just Holy Spirit fire. So grateful um, that my coach, previous coach, um, Crystal came on and shared some of her wisdom on how to sustain a sober lifestyle. Um, a lot of women, um, after the dry January challenge, they were kind of wondering like, okay, what's next. And so this was, if you've been doing dry January and now you're like, okay, how do I continue to sustain this awesome feeling I'm having being sober and of sober mind, then, This episode is for you. She shares so many practical, applicable tips and yeah, enjoy. Can't wait to hear your feedback. Hey friend, welcome to beyond the booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the most high wife, boy, mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail, let's do this. Thank you again for coming on. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> um, for for anyone watching right now or watching the replay, um, As we come to a close for our devoted and dry January challenge, I decided to bring my previous coach, Crystal. She is a Christian sobriety life coach. I don't know how your title, you can introduce yourself in a minute. But (laughs) (laughs) she um, was my coach for six months and, you know, really helped me, um, yeah, get on track with living a sober lifestyle. So I thought that this would be a perfect time to have her come on and share some tips um, for sustaining an alcohol-free lifestyle after this challenge is over. Um, So yeah, Crystal, if you want to introduce yourself or tell everyone a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So obviously my name is Crystal and I am a Christian sobriety coach. And basically what I do um, is just help Christian women transition into a sober lifestyle and also help them really just walk in their purpose. Um, What I do in my coaching is, you know, obviously on the sobriety end, but really what I've learned to be true going through my own journey and obviously coaching other women is that living a sober lifestyle or starting that sober lifestyle is just really uh, a preparation to the purpose that God has for them. So I really just walk them through that process from the beginning to, you know, really stepping into their purpose. And the way I got into what I'm doing now is obviously going through my own journey. So I used to be a huge binge drinker, I was never physically addicted or anything like that or drinking every single day. But I was definitely somebody that if I went out to drink, I didn't just want to have one like I drink to get tipsy, I drink to get drunk. And I did that for I mean, probably, you know, 10 plus years. And really, when I realized that I was using alcohol to cope was when I was in um, this my past relationship, which was um, super toxic. And that was on both ends, like I was toxic, he was toxic. And he really struggled with addiction. And so you know, along with me having my binge drinking habits, I really started to use alcohol to cope when it came to that relationship, because I didn't know how to navigate it. And uh, long story short, in the midst of all of that, I really found Christ, I had already believed in about God, but I never really had a relationship with Christ, which, you know, um different from knowing of God and actually having that relationship. And so as I continued to go, you know, along the relationship and continue to just you know, have that conviction on my heart, but I didn't really know how to navigate, you know, not drinking and then dealing with the relationship. But that conviction, as I was growing my relationship with Christ started getting, you know, heavier and heavier. And so eventually, I left the relationship. And when I left the relationship, in my head, I was like, okay, it's going to be so much easier to stop drinking, because, you know, he was the problem. And I actually ended up starting, I started drinking even more. Mm. And again, wasn't an everyday thing. But I was drinking more days than not and that's when I really started to realize okay like we need to do something about this to the point where I remember going out one night drinking and I came home you know obviously that night I woke up the next morning and for the first time in my life I felt like I was losing control and I knew at that moment I was like okay like the Holy Spirit's already been putting it on my heart to let go of alcohol I need to do this if not I'm going to Become a full blown alcoholic. And I was already a coach at that time, obviously not in sobriety, but in health and wellness. And so I knew that I was, you know, made for something more, that God had, you know, something bigger planned for me. So I knew at that point, if I didn't stop right there, and then I wouldn't be able to fulfill, you know, the purpose that God had for me. And so um, from that point on, I just really went all in. At that point, I hired, you know, a sober coach, I hired a Christian therapist, and, um, what else yeah Christian therapist sober coach and yeah I just went all in because I knew what I was doing on my own it was not working right and so um yeah it's just going through that own through that journey kind of led me to what I'm doing now and I've been coaching in sobriety for probably about I don't know three and a half four years maybe longer I don't know I'm really bad with timing but <laughs> for a while and yeah it's just been super um honoring and just super cool to see like what God does
0: in these women's lives so that's a little bit about me Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. There's like so much you said that I'm just like, oh, like just the, uh, I know talk about like the preparation. That's mm-hmm. um, definitely something I've been like, it's almost like the Holy spirit has been like, like highlighting the word sanctify, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, like to set apart, like, and I definitely agree that sobriety is part of that, like setting us apart. Yeah. And, um, absolutely. Yeah. And, it's just so funny. Just the parallels we have, like, I know it's so I'm awesome. I'm in Texas. You were a <laughs> fitness coach. And so was I. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um- I know
1: it's so cool how God just like takes us through this journey. And even like, you know what you're talking about, just, you know, being, being sober in preparation for our purpose. What God has really been showing me too, is that just being of sober mind is such a big pillar of our, of our faith right at the end of the day too. So kind of wanted to plug that in there too because i feel like that's a revelation that god has kind of given me you know over time
0: yeah yeah I'm, i want to ask you a little bit more of that uh, yeah you might have asked you now or do you want to wait until the end um that's up to you yeah we can whenever <laughs> what do you mean so i've seen you say like sober mind a lot and mm-hmm. what does that mean to you i'm just curious yeah so um
1: really references and actually i'm going to pull up the verse and i know you're probably familiar with it but i feel led to kind of like read it if that's okay with you of course um so it's in one peter and let me see let me just google it this way Uh um yeah so i
0: don't know the
1: verse one peter okay so one peter five eight through nine and it's says be sober minded be watchful your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour resist him for knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world and so um that's really a verse that really sticks out to me and has stuck in you know stuck out to me for a while but when it comes to being of sober mind what god has really shown me is that of course you know being sober from alcohol like yes, that is part of being of sober mind. But God has really shown me like being sober from alcohol and being of sober mind are also while they're very connected, they're also very different. And so to expand on that, meaning the way I see it, thing that is hindering your vision of where God is taking you or that is hindering your walk with God, right? Because if you think about it, alcohol, that hinders our vision, right? That hinders The lens that we are looking through, right? Because that means we're not fully looking through the lens of the Holy Spirit. And then also in my case, when I was in that toxic relationship, that was also something that hindered my judgment, it hindered my clarity, it hindered my walk with God. And so I really see being of sober mind is not just about substances, but it's about any toxicity in our life that is going to hinder our mind, hinder our decisions, um, and things like that. And so that's what God has really shown me over gosh, I would say maybe the past couple of years. And so I feel like he's been kind of putting it together in pieces for me to even just um, infiltrate into my coaching and kind of just expand on just that word, like being, or just those words being of sober mind. So does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Um, do you have like any examples of like other <laughs> like things that would keep you from having a sober mind?
1: Um. So like in my story, I feel like for me, it was definitely alcohol in the relationship. Um, really too, it's anything that has, that we're idolizing. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that we have our focus on more than God, I feel like is a really great way to just kind of simplify that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I could even think of, you know, times in my sobriety journey where I was sober from alcohol, but I, that same behavior that I was using with alcohol, I was using it with food. And I was using it with caffeine. So I started using caffeine, like almost like it was a drug. And the crazy thing is I'm so sensitive to caffeine, but I was like using that for that, you know, that dopamine hit or just that (laughs) stimulation. Right. And so I was like, okay. I remember one one time I was in my car, my mom was with me. And I took a little, like the scoop of the pre-workout. And my mom was like, oh my gosh, like you look like a little fiend. Like you're just, you know, I was like, okay, I need to stop doing this. (laughs) And so there was that. And there was also, you know, after that, I really started over obsessing over my body and over obsessing over my food where I got super restrictive, like I was super fit. And I was super tiny, I had the abs and all that good stuff, which was great. But I started to realize that I was that I had bondage in that area. And it was like, you know, and obviously, from a spiritual perspective, we could go off on so many different things on that. But it's like, you know, it was alcohol, and then it was food. And then it was, you know, it was caffeine. And the last thing really was food. And I remember, you know, I had said a prayer. Cause I was like, I recognized like that, that was bondage and that was taking my focus. And even though I was still building my relationship with Christ, my, my vision still, you know, I was still so focused on like these external things. And I was still trying to fill that void. And I remember having this prayer with God. I was like, okay, God, like, and it wasn't a pretty prayer. I was like, okay, God, like we're not doing this. I was like, we're not doing this. Like take this away. I don't want any type of bondage. Like I don't want anything to have control over me, I just want to be free. And that's a whole story in itself too. Cause I remember about a week later, like it was gone. I wasn't binge eating. I wasn't under eating and it was just wild. And again, I could go on and on, but, um, that's, that's what I feel like being of sober mind is. So like any idol that we have in our life will hinder our vision for sure.
0: Yeah, no, that makes so much more sense. So thanks for, yeah. it, cause I've of course. Yeah. A lot, and I've been wanting to ask, um, just yeah. for you. Stand on it. So, thank you. For, for sure. Take it away and share your
1: tips. Yeah, so um I know we talked about just really sharing how to sustain a sober lifestyle. So, I really just um just kind of jotted down three main things that I feel that would really help you guys sustain a sober lifestyle that I feel like have helped me, have helped my clients and also I'm sure Victoria can, you know, resonate with it as well. And so Um, I'll just share these kind of in a nutshell. And then, you know, like Victoria said, if you guys have any questions, drop them in the comments or whatever that may be, and we can kind of expand where needs be. Um, So the first thing is to sustain a sober lifestyle is one, just being honest with where you're at and get support, right? I feel like everybody here, like you're, everybody's on such a different journey. Maybe you're just starting your alcohol-free journey. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming everybody in here is, are they just starting their alcohol-free journey or?
0: Some of them are some of them have passed like a year, but a lot okay. of them are just, you know, in their first 30 days, or, you know, even 100 days, but you know, okay, cool. Yeah, so
1: yeah. <clears throat> okay, cool. So yeah, so regardless of where you're at on, you know, your journey, like really just being transparent, being honest with yourself and getting the support that you need during this journey, right. So um, I know for myself, when I was, you know, especially new in my sobriety journey, like I shared, like I hired a sober coach, I hired a Christian therapist, and I just went balls to the wall when it came to um, support. So be honest with yourself and know that you don't have to do it alone. And at the end of the day, too, like God doesn't want us to do life alone, right? He doesn't want us to be isolated. And so I'm um, really being able to be honest with yourself and with your mentors, or you know, those that you choose to be transparent with is really, really important. Because at the end of the day, um, the journey really does go beyond the boost, kind of like we already talked about here, because you can be sober from alcohol, but the work really does not stop there, right? Then you want to really move to actually having that sober mind, right? And then you also want to, you know, start creating the life that you want to live. And um, I know first, when we first start on our sobriety journey, we can maybe be so focused on counting days or so focused just on not drinking. And we're trying to check off that day. And, And those are great things. And those are great milestones to hit. But we also have to kind of expand our mind and know that it's about so much more. And so um, just really getting that support to help you along that whole journey, because, um, which I know you, Victoria, you know, this obviously, like, there's so many different things that go on, like in different parts of your journey, right? Like the first three months to to the, you know, the year, the two year mark, like there's different things that you learn to navigate boundaries, you know, emotions, your triggers, all these different things. And so Um, so yeah, just be honest with yourself and get the support that you need with that. Um, the second thing I feel like, okay, so the second thing is identity, which I feel like is such a big root for not only if you are struggling in sobriety or you know just on this journey um but also with so many other things even if we just look at the world right now like we're in like an identity crisis right and so really knowing your identity in Christ and continuing to stay plugged in to Jesus so i know this is um, a faith based group as well and so um i'm sure that's your you know your daily journey and so forth and so really stay plugged into Jesus a lot of work and or I'm sorry. So what was I going to say? <laughs> I was looking at my notes and I got distracted by my notes. Um, <laughs> so a lot of, okay. So this struggle that happens with alcohol um, or these toxic habits that we start to create, right. That we're trying to get out of, or that, you know, you're already out of, it really stems from being rooted in the wrong things. Right. And like we talked about trying to fill that void. And so when we are fully rooted in Jesus, right. When we know who we are, it's a lot harder for us to accept anything less than God's best. Right. And you can plug that in for any area, whether it's sobriety relationships or whatever that may be. Right. Cause again, like our whole goal here, I'm assuming is to create, you know, um, create this life that we want to live, create the life that God has called us to live. Right. And just like we have purpose in our mission. And maybe that's not fully what you know, you're seeing right now, but everybody here, like you have a mission, you have a purpose, you have an assignment, even just in this season. And so, when you are plugged into Jesus, when you continue to allow the Lord to peel back the layers of who you really are, like there is so much power in that. And so I wanted to touch on that, because obviously, you know, our, our spiritual walk, our walk with Christ is is so, so important, and really is, um, in my opinion, like, or should be a pillar in our sobriety journey, right? Because we can, you know, I could sit here, Victoria can sit here and give you all the practical tips and skills and tools, but at the end of the day, that that still only goes so far. Like We need Jesus because only Jesus can change our heart, our minds, you know, all that good stuff. And so that is probably, if anything, one of the most important things that's going to help you not only in sobriety, but also in your life. Because just like I shared with my story, it's so easy for us to go from one thing to another, right? Because you can be sober from alcohol, then you can go, you know, you can start overdoing it with food or, you know, caffeine, or maybe it's in relationships. You're trying to fill that void with like, you know, men or you know what i mean so it could literally go so many different ways and the enemy's always going to try to come in and pick where the most vulnerable and and um there's this quote that i saw a long time ago and it's so true where it said uh the devil doesn't care what you're addicted to he just wants you addicted he just wants you focused on anything but jesus right mm-hmm. and so your identity is is so so important and that's something that the lord has really shown me throughout my coaching journey throughout my sobriety journey And, um, so yeah, know your identity in Christ. And also, you know, maybe some of you are thinking, okay, well, what the heck is my identity in Christ? Um, and really you guys like in the word of God, it makes it so clear. Go look at what is about you. Right. And if you are looking for somewhere to start, like maybe you're like, okay, I've been sober for, for months or for years. And you're like, but I just don't know where to start when it comes to my purpose. And I'll try not to go off on a tangent here, but I feel like that's going to be a question for people. Um, you know, it really is like, just loving people, right? Sharing the gospel, sharing your testimony, just just um, really embodying the characteristics of God. Start with that and then everything else will unfold, right? So just to kind of recap, the first thing was, you know, being honest with yourself and getting the support that you need. The second thing we talked about is your identity being fully rooted in Christ. And then the last thing is to really focus on, and I kind of mentioned this already, but really focus on creating this life that you want to live, you know, being aligned with Christ, of course, instead of just focused on just counting days and just focus on not drinking, because I don't know about you guys, when I was so focused on just counting days and just not drinking, I wanted to drink even more. And with that, what we are doing, in my opinion, is that we are giving alcohol power right? And the whole goal here, a part of the goal is for us to take our power back, right? Stand in our identity, stand in our authority in Christ, and really step into the mission that God has for us. And so um, when you, when or if you are, you know, in a place where you're struggling, or you're feeling tempted, or whatever that may be, focus on looking through the lens of the Holy Spirit, looking through the lens of life, and really asking yourself, okay, like, is alcohol going to really support the life that I'm trying to create? Right? And so, um, that is pretty much what I have. I feel like those three tips, if you like really put them to practice and, you know, take this along your journey, you'll be able to sustain a sober
0: lifestyle long-term. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I think, um, oh, you just said something that was just really stuck out to me about like, creating the life you want to live and, and Mm -hmm. that application question you gave, it's almost like a filter question. So like when you're thinking about drinking, it's like, does this support the lifestyle or life I want to have? That's such a great question to just like ask. Yeah. And, and then getting, you know, starting to kind of get clear on what type of life you want to have, or what does, what does that dream life look like? You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: That comes down to as well, um, you know, what your core values are, right? Because we can say, okay, well, I value my faith, I I value my health, like, I want to have energy. And it's like, okay, well, that's great. And those, you know, those are great goals. Those are great, you know, values, but are your actions aligned with that? Mm. Right. And (laughs) so because all of us, I know, I've been there where I'm like, Oh, yeah, I want this and this and this. And it's like, well, are you actually being the person? Are you actually you know, having those habits aligned with what you say that you actually want, right? Because we want to learn how to keep promises to ourselves too, along this journey, which I know is, you know, again, I could talk about this all day, but I know <laughs> this is a big piece for people too, where, you know, you, maybe you haven't been keeping your promises to yourself, right? And so like, just staying in alignment with, um, with those core values and um, with Christ, like, it makes it easy when you have that mind chatter of like, oh, maybe I could just have one. Oh, well, I've been sober for a year, so it's fine, right? Well, no, like, what are you trying to create here? Is that going to support it? If the answer is no, it's an easy no.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's been really pivotal for me, anyways,
1: <laughs> and my clients.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. Like, it, it because you can apply it to so many different areas, and you're yeah, exactly having those core values, and it's like okay, yeah, like do my actions align with that? Mm-hmm. Almost, yeah, of, <laughs> you know. yeah, and it just makes it it makes it makes easier
1: too. Because, I mean, our brains, like you know, our minds can get the best of us sometimes, and of course, you know, when the enemy comes in and tries to influence our thoughts, but like, but we have that power on what thoughts we want to entertain and so forth. But, um, I mean, there's plenty of times where I'm, you know, I can get confused, not necessarily about alcohol, but about, about other things, and it's like, okay, well, does this support it? Is it aligned with scripture? Is it aligned with what God's telling me? Cool, yes, let's do it. No, then it's an easy no, you know.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Down to like capturing, like taking those thoughts captive though. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. like, like what thoughts you're having. So you yeah. To pause long enough to recognize them. Yeah. There's power in the pause you guys. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I-, I did want to ask like one more thing. Um, yeah. Just going back to the identity piece. Do you have any like books of the Bible that are really like mm-hmm. you know, that, that talk about our identity, um, you know, as like children of God, daughters mm-hmm. and like the authority that we have in Christ. Like I feel like yeah, um, out there and it's like, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I can't think off the top of my head on a book as far as in the Bible. Um I feel like all throughout the Bible, it says, so let me, I'm trying to think of this one verse that's coming to mind though, but let me say what I'm going to say and then I'll look for the verse. Okay. But um, I feel like, even just looking through the Gospels, because I feel like in the Gospels, that's really where it touches on a lot on Jesus and his characteristics and things like that. And so I feel like that's a really great place to start. But also I feel like all throughout the Bible, like God has different promises. He says who we are, like even just, I believe it's Psalm, it's Psalm 189. Let me see. Um. Hold on. No, no. Right. I'll, I'm I'll, like, wait. hold on. <laughs> um let's see. Hold on. Yeah, I know what the verse says. So like, I'm just gonna Google it, and then it'll bring it to me. Okay, Okay, so like, just like, Psalm 139, that's what it is. Psalm 139, 13 through 14. It says for you, um, formed my inner, innermost parts, parts, you knit me together in my mother's womb, I will give thanks and praise to you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So that's obviously a really popular verse. So even if you just take that verse, like, knowing that, okay, first off, God, our creator, literally created you created me like that alone we are made in the image of God right we are God's children that alone says we also have the inheritance of God right and I'll and I'll share a verse right now too on the authority piece so we have the authority of Christ right and then it says like that how intricately we were put together right how God like knit us in our mother's womb like I don't know I feel like for for me I'm just like If that doesn't show how special we are, like, I don't know what will, because think about how many people are in the world and God did this with each and every person. He did that with you, he did that with me, with everybody here that's listening. And so I feel like that's a really great piece to look at when you are, you know, maybe you're confused with, you know, where you stand or what your identity looks like in Christ. Like looking at that is really helpful, right? And then where it says, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, like, like this is like what God is saying about you, right? and then the other verse as far as authority um let me see here i want to share this one okay this is one of my favorite verses and i feel like it's pretty powerful
0: Ooh, i'm excited
1: it says i know i feel like it's like you know like the warrior like where i'm just like yes, like yes god okay so it says um in luke 10 19 it says i have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy nothing will harm you and then um i don't know if it's further down this verse maybe it's another verse where it talks about how god has even given us the authority and power to heal right to cast out demons to um, do all these different things, right And so again, that goes into our identity in Christ and like the power that God has given us and just knowing how special we truly are. and I think so often too when it comes to authority um I feel like it's not it's not talked about enough. I feel like in the Christian world and that is a really big part of your identity like knowing your authority because when you know your authority, you know that you're God's child and not even know it like you have to believe it right That's a big piece of it. like you have to believe, what god says about you you have to believe that you do have that power you do have that authority in him dude like you're limitless yeah like the enemy has no power over you and he never really did right the enemy only has power over um you know i don't want to say all the time it's like this but like what we give him right so when it comes to alcohol when even like when it comes to like labels and things like that which you know Um, you know, one thing that I believe is just that we don't have to call ourselves an alcoholic, a binge drinker, whatever, like we can use that to address the problem, but that shouldn't become our identity, right? Because the enemy calls us by our sin. God, God just says like, Hey, you're, you're a daughter of the King. Like, you know, you're crystal, you're Victoria, you know, that's it. And so again, I'm like, I feel like I could just go off like for hours here, but, um, Yeah, but I just really love this verse. And I'll look up the other verse, and I'll share it with you just so I don't, you know, take time looking for it about the one where it talks about, you know, casting out and healing and all that. But I feel like those are at least a couple of verses where people can plug into when it comes to authority, when it comes to identity, and really just meditating on those verses, right? Because I feel like some of these we can look at, and like, we see it on the coffee mug, right? It's like, oh, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's not a cute thing. Like God is like very serious about his children and about the authority that we hold our identity. And if it wasn't important, the enemy wouldn't be going at it so hard. Right. Even if you go back to the you know, the garden, you know, like the enemy, he came and he tried to, you know, distort that. And again, like if you look at the world, like a lot of people are confused on their identity and where their purpose is and this and that. And it's
0: like, it's right here. Like God tells us. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's like we have to go seek out those answers, and you know, exactly. The word is like literally a treasure, and we've been reading over mm-hmm. Proverbs, and it it talks about that. Like it's Proverbs, oh, so good. It is. It's been so good. Um, yeah, there was one of the verses where it was like, "It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, and a, the glory of kings to seek it out." Like, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's like He holds the answers, but He wants us to like seek them out from Him and yeah I just loved everything you just shared I feel like just speaking on our identity is so powerful mm-hmm. that's like yeah. yeah that right there is just it's so powerful so thank you for like, it like is. letting that holy spirit flow yeah through, share <laughs> that um absolutely I just want to say too something that you shared with me when we were coaching together was mm-hmm. um Tony Evans spiritual warfare mm-hmm. or spiritual yes. warfare, that book yeah is-
1: I think I'm like, I have it over there. Yeah, I think it's cool. so good. Everybody should get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it also talks about like that authority that we have, like, yes, who we are and who we are in relationship with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. It talks a lot about that. And it even talks about um, alcohol where it says, you know, it's um, there's a sentence in there where it says you don't have an alcohol problem. You have an alcohol symptom. And he ties that into you know, identity and, you know, he talks about other things too, but uh, you know, from, you know, the spiritual side and how, you know, the enemy really uses that. And I feel like that was really powerful for me, that book alone too, that helped me really, um, just sh- even shift some things in my coaching and just like how I was operating and just, it's just so powerful. So yeah, get the book. <laughs> so yeah. good. I
0: was like, I'm going to have to like re-listen to it. Cause it was a short read. I know I like listened. Yeah,
1: to it. it's really short. <laughs> yeah, definitely but it's, it's so good.
0: Yeah. I love all of his stuff. So cool. good. I actually yeah. have a Tony Evans Bible. So whenever I look at the application, whatever, Oh, I love
1: does, that. I, I, look, I,
0: I like read it as if he's saying it and it's kind of hilarious. Cause he writes yeah.
1: his
0: tone of voice, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's so I good. To, yeah. I want to honor your time. Is there anything else that you want to share? Um, anything that you have like on your heart that you feel like you want to share before
1: Close out. Um, nothing's really coming to mind. I feel like I got everything out on the on the last couple of pieces that I shared. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's what people needed to hear, especially on the last part, like on identity and your authority. Um, and I would also like encourage whoever's watching this to maybe even watch it again because the Holy Spirit can highlight things for you in different times. Um, so that's kind of what I'm feeling led to say on that. So maybe watch it a couple times. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm gonna, yeah, definitely make this into a podcast and mm. let, let other people be blessed by it. And I'm going to, yeah, put all your information in the show notes of the podcast. And yeah, the- thank you on this live. And yeah, just thank you again so much. Um, yes, absolutely. For anyone who like wants to get into contact with you, like right away, mm-hmm. um, what's the best way for them to find you? Um, I
1: mean, I would say. I mean, here on Facebook, you can find me here on Facebook, and uh, one of my other main platforms is TikTok, which I'll I'll share that link with you. Perfect. But I mean, I definitely have you know plenty of resources if you know anybody's looking for extra support. But yeah, Facebook is perfect way
0: to to get a hold of me. <laughs> yeah, um, and I know you have a new membership that you launched. Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure. So it's called, uh, it's called the made terrain or it's called made terrain membership. And this is where um, you can basically come in and where you would, if, if you want to learn the foundations of living a sober lifestyle, the foundations of your faith, and really just honestly, even going beyond and like the sober mind, what we talked about, um, this is basically like a big learning hub. So right now there's probably, I don't know, like over 30 trainings in there right now on, on these different topics that we have even talked about today. And then also what we're doing is once a month, you are getting um, an additional train just to keep things fresh. And then also you have time so we can like chat, you know, for a few minutes on the Zoom chats. And then I also do um, a live Q&A every single month. So this place is a really, I'm all this place, this membership is a really great place either to start or if you're someone that's looking to maintain your sobriety, you don't need that much support right now. Um, I would say that's for you. And so, um, yeah, and it's here on Facebook. We just opened up on Monday and it's been really awesome. So, yeah. yeah is it an ongoing membership like people can join yes or yeah people can join anytime um right now it is 97 per month um i will say the price is going to go up on valentine's day but right now that's what it is and um you'll get locked into that price you can um cancel anytime things like that so Yeah, I really just wanted it to be a space where people could come and get planted in, whether they are new to the sobriety space or, you know, just trying to maintain. Um, Because I really felt like God was putting it on my heart, you know, just to honestly build a movement and to really focus on community. And I just know how powerful that's been in my life. And so I wanted to create that in a a different space. So,
0: yeah, I love it. And I love the name. (laughs) (laughs) Me too.
1: Yeah, we got to wear our crowns, you know,
0: (laughs) nature rain. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'll put all your links and um, thank you again. It's been such a blessing. Yeah, definitely. So grateful. I thank agree. you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This was fun. All right. we'll, we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right. Thank you. <laughs>